everybody. Welcome to your midweek Trashy Divorces, Trashy Breakups edition. My name is Stacy. Hey, everybody. I'm Alicia. We've got kind of a breakup, kind of a divorce. There's a little bit of everything in our Real Housewife grab bag oh, today. We do love a little Housewives grab bag. Today, I'm here to tell you the trashy journey of Tinsley Mortimer, hmm. who still has not found what she's looking for. <laughs> That's too bad. Tinsley Mortimer was born Tinsley Mercer, August 11th, 1975. She's a Leo baby. Wealthy parents, George Mercer Jr. and Dale Tatum Mercer of Richmond, Virginia. Mm. Fancy. She has a younger sister named Dabney. Tinsley does. She and her sister will grow up at the Graymont Estate. Mm, fancy. Yeah, 7,000 foot uh, historic mansion in Richmond, Virginia. Wow. It's fancy. I, it sounds fancy. It sounds old and moneyed and fancy. Well, there's that kind of money, and then there's Mortimer money. Mm. Okay, so while Tinsley is at the Lawrenceville Boarding School in New Jersey, she will meet... Robert Livingston Mortimer. He goes by Topper. Yes. That's his name, Topper. Yes, I have seen that name in page six in the post. So Topper and Tinsley Mm. become high school sweethearts. Now, the thing that I want you to know about Topper is he is, like many others, an heir to the Standard Oil fortune. We talked a few weeks ago about Bobo Rockefeller. Sure. Okay. Now, this is some durable family money. Durable family money. Mm-hmm. In Done and Done this week, we did a mention of Stanley G. Mortimer, who was married to Babe Paley before her marriage to William S. Paley. The Mortimers are the one of the Standard Oil airlines. There's a lot of Standard Oil money. You got Rockefeller... You got Mortimer, you got Harkness. There's a lot of names in there. But this particular family, for any of my done and done listeners, Topper's father is John J. Mortimer, who is the younger brother of Stanley G. Mortimer, who is the eldest of that line. Okay. So Mortimer G. is Topper's uncle. Doesn't matter though. High school sweethearts. Right. We're still here for right. Topper and Tinsley. I just Dude. like to lay out the bat. I like to put out the spider webs sure. for y'all because somebody would ask me. Yeah. Young love at a New Jersey boarding school. It's a story as old as time. Well, the couple decides heart wants what the heart wants, Stacy. They're going to elope when they're 18. Wow. Bold. But they hadn't graduated yet from boarding school. Boulder. So their parents made them get the marriage annulled. Okay. As can happen. But the two remain in love. And eight years later, in 2002, Tinsley and Topper will have a big traditional wedding. Good for them. It's kind of, a, you know, high school love. You hey, still want to be together by the time you're decade later 26. Or whatever. That's great. The wealthy young couple moves to New York City and are the toast, the celebration of high society. It's a new Gatsby. It's... <laughs> Tinsley at this point has graduated from Columbia University mm-hmm. with a degree in art history. I think probably both sets of parents were like, do what you want, but you got to go to college first. Yeah, I'm, that is not unreasonable. Now, Topper isn't so much interested in the high society spotlight. That's not his jam. He's grown up in it. Like, he's just doing his thing, but not Tinsley. 
Tinsley is the it girl for a lot of years in New York society. She's everywhere on New York's social scene and was the most photographed woman in New York City in the early 2000s. Tinsley has a plan. Okay. Okay. A long time, women's wear daily photographer, Steve Eichner, said of Tinsley. When Tinsley first appeared on the scene and was married to Topper, she was very prominent. And she always wore amazing dresses and was invited to all the major social galas. She looked great and posed for the cameras with style and ease. There's a little complication. Topper does not like Tinsley's role in high society. He thinks it's a bunch of nonsense. Topper will tell the New York Times in 2007, It's not necessarily the type of goal that anybody should strive for, going out every night for the sake of self-promotion and getting their pictures taken. And I mean, these are girls who went to good colleges. You'd think they'd have something better to do. Trump, Trump, Trump. Wow. So he, so he's a 40-year-old, 28-year-old? Okay, in the same interview, Tinsley will chime in. She's there with him. Oh, my God. When he says this, sometimes he forgets when he's on this subject, like, I know one of them, that's my wife. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. Oh, so he, okay, so he was pretending he was not talking about his wife directly. He was just... They have degrees. They could think of something better to do with their time. Cueing on... Than just be out for self-promotion and getting their picture taken. Lindsay Lohan or something. Gotcha. Lowen. We learned this week that her name is pronounced Lowen. Did see that. Okay. But this is Tinsley's story. Yes, Let's not take away the self-promotion spotlight. So Tinsley, taking full advantage of her fame, Mm -hmm. she becomes a beauty ambassador for Dior. Awesome. Dior will release a pink lip gloss named after her. Tinsley will also design a handbag line for Samantha Thavasa, which was very successful in Japan, Hmm. where Tinsley's face is on billboards all over Tokyo. Interesting. She should open a Christmas store and call it Tinsley Town. (laughs) She may listen to this and get that idea. She's got a lot of stuff going on, this girl. Branding opportunities are limitless. Tinsley also has a clothing collection. Mm -hmm. She will appear at this time in a cameo on Gossip Girl and take on a starring role in the CW reality show, High Society. Okay. Reality shows are always really good for existing relationships, by the way. I find that to be true. That, that is one thing we have learned over 13 seasons of this show. <laughs> so Topper gives that interview to the New York Times in 2007. So let me tell you, by 2008, there are visible strains in the Mortimer marriage, and the couple would arrive separately to events that they were both attending. Interesting. Most of the time, though, Tinsley was just out on the town without Topper anywhere around. Hmm. By 2010, when Tinsley's reality TV show, High Society, ran for only one season, the couple was already in the midst of a divorce. Her marriage was not the only relationship falling apart, however, because in her next TV show, Park Avenue Princesses, which aired the next year, she and her friends were seen insulting each other and getting into fights. Perfect. After her divorce and with her relentless and blatant hunger for publicity, Tinsley started to fall out of favor and lose a little bit of her social status. What do you do? 
I'm going to lick my wounds. I'm going to go to my family's estate, not back home on the Virginia plantation. Oh, I'm going to go to our Palm Beach, Florida home. Mm. Little sunshine, little beach, little waves. Hey, you know, do a little fishing, maybe get into woodworking, carve some of that beach driftwood. I doubt that Tinsley was working on her fishing game or her driftwood carving skills as as she reflects and decides upon her next steps. Now, it had been a long time since the society rags had seen a picture of Tinsley Mortimer when her mugshot appears on April 9th, 2016. Wow. Do tell. Well, Tinsley uh, maybe had a little bit too much time to reflect. Hmm. She had been arrested for trespassing outside the Palm Beach home of her boyfriend. His name is Alexander Fanjul. He goes by Nico. Okay. Okay. So the police report says that Tinsley was found crying and screaming irrationally, stating that her boyfriend Nico was inside the house with another woman. Oof. Should have just gotten into the driftwood carving. She really should have. Yeah. Uh, It would have served her better because this is a terrible, toxic, toxic relationship. So further details come out later about the toxic relationship with Tinsley, claiming that Nico is abusive. Nico claims that Tinsley was stalking him. It turns out there are police reports as early as 2013 regarding the couple. This is in 2016. Right. This is a three-year, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, three-year toxic relationship. This is terrible. Tinsley had been hospitalized for a head injury, noted in the report due to a possible battery. Oh, no. She told the Palm Beach Police Department that she was intervening in a fight between her boyfriend and his brother. Well... That took a turn. There's also a few reports on file where the police have been called for domestic disturbance, where both parties appeared intoxicated with slurred speech. In June of 2014, the authorities were called to Nico's home after yet another altercation. They find Tinsley barefoot and her face was swollen and reddened from crying. She said that Nico, this is terrible, tried to smother her with a pillow and she fled outside into her vehicle and locked herself in. Nico allegedly keys Tinsley's mother's Range Rover from the driver's side door to the rear fender repeatedly and ripped off the windshield wipers and used them to break the front windshield. Because she was hiding in the... Well, because she was, was trying, trying to, to find be safety in mm-hmm, the from car. Him. Okay. These are These are not good. There is an officer on the scene that reports that Tinsley will show him a video of Nico bending and breaking the windshield wipers from her car and breaking the windshield with it. Mm-hmm. The officer, quote, repeatedly tried to read him his Miranda rights before asking him questions about the damage on the vehicle, but he was highly intoxicated and uncooperative and refused to answer any questions about the incident and asked us to leave. The police report states. I mean, imagine just feeling like you can, like, invite the cops to depart. This is this is all happening for years and years before. So when the uh-huh. mugshot of Tinsley shows up, goes viral in 2016 for trespassing, it is the end to a very unhealthy and very troubled relationship. All of these charges were eventually dropped and Tinsley will move back to New York City. Okay, well, it sounds like 
that was a very smart thing for Tinsley to do. It was. The smart thing for us to do right now is to take a quick break, Mm. hear from our most excellent sponsors this week. We'll be back on the flip with the rest of the story. Yeah. This is Jess Betancourt, the host of DNA ID, the only true crime podcast that exclusively covers cases solved using forensic genealogy. DNA ID goes behind the headlines to answer your questions about this remarkable new crime-solving tool, how it works, how cases are selected, why the cases were unsolved for so long, and how the justice system is addressing it. I include input from law enforcement to give you the inside scoop that we all crave with a straightforward, no-nonsense delivery. You can find DNA ID on any podcast platform. Episodes come out weekly on Mondays. All right, Alicia, so we have Tensley returned to New York City from South Florida, where things went a bit awry for her. They did. So now we get to talk about the Real Housewives time period. Oh, no. And the breakup with Scott. (laughs) All right, so in 2017, many people will question Tensley's decision to appear as one of the cast members on the ninth season of the Real Housewives of New York City. They're pretty loose with that housewife label, aren't they? (laughs) Of the skepticism, Tinsley says. I feel like after something like getting a mugshot and having it plastered all over every paper and all over the internet, I felt like I hit rock bottom a little bit. So I felt like there was just no hesitation to join the show. I was like, what what can go wrong at this point in my life? (laughs) I've been arrested. I was in jail for three hours. I think now this is fine. I think I can handle the Real Housewives. I'm just so happy to be back in New York and just getting to know new girls in New York, too, and having another group of friends. Oh, it's yeah. just been great. Nah, it's going to be super healthy, as the Housewives always are. In Tinsley's first season sure. of Real Housewives of New York, Tinsley set up on a blind date by fellow cast member... Carol Radzewell, uh-huh. daughter-in-law of Lee, who we've talked about, mm-hmm. and her boyfriend at the time, Adam Kenworthy. Who's the lucky guy to get set up with Tinsley? This guy's name is Scott Cluth, and he is the founder and CEO of Coupon Cabin. Or sometimes if you're in the South, you say Coupon, mm-hmm. Coupon Cabin. You do, yep. He starts Coupon Cabin uh-huh. when he's only 25. So, right, former New York City It Girl, founder and CEO of a corporation, and the two, Tinsley and Scott, appear to hit it off right away and had an unexpectedly long kiss on camera at that first date. Mm. However, the other thing that develops is a turbulent on-again, off-again relationship Hmm. right after that first meeting. Interesting. Tinsley, always gushing about how... Scott's so dreamy. I'm so in love with him. And and coupons. And coupons. And Scott seems, well, a little more reluctant. Hmm. The uh, <laughs> folks notice perhaps how one-sided the relationship appears to be. It's not just a source of gossip and speculation from TV reality show fans, but this whole thing is a big part of her storyline in that, oh my God. yeah, in the show, the other cast members, right, frequently question her about the relationship. Why are you chasing Scott? Why are you chasing him? Let him chase you, right? right? Tinsley will endlessly defend Scott and their close, close relationship. <sighs> Tinsley's typical response 
always has something, something to do with Scott not wanting to be on a reality show and his privacy is very important to him. Problematically, Scott lives in Chicago, so it's not like they can be together all the time. He can't this, be here. This is getting better and better. In the summer of 2017, Tinsley spends most of her time with Scott in Chicago. And by the fall, everything seems to be going great. Tinsley posts vacation shots of she and Scott together in Greece, Montenegro, and Italy. Hmm. It's quite a summer. Yeah. Good for them. But when it comes time to film the next season of Real Housewives of New York, no Scott. Scott is vamoose, nowhere to be seen. Tinsley was hesitantly pushed to admit on the show, not just once, multiple different times, that she and Scott were on a break. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tinsley has to admit this several times because, admittedly, they have several different breaks. It's not just one. Oh, God. (laughs) Each time, Scott would be openly dating other women. Is it possible they were on breakups and she was just leaving off the last word? <laughs> but as soon as he was ready to end the break, Tinsley, coming to you with open arms. I'm right here, Scott. All yours. Wow. Yeah. So this continues to become an even stronger storyline on Real Housewives with Tinsley being questioned about her relationship frequently, even ridiculed about it even by other cast members, most especially Dorinda. It may not have helped the less-than-enthusiastic Scott when Tinsley and her mother, Dale, we haven't even talked about the mama drama yet. Dale is Tinsley's mama. And Tinsley and Dale frequently discuss how eager they both are for Scott to propose to Tinsley. Ooh, no. That's not where this is headed. It gets worse. One episode even features the mother-daughter duo going wedding dress shopping prior to an engagement even being discussed. You just want to have a couple in your closet. Just, you never know. Tinsley will also show pictures of her frozen eggs, which she had chosen to do to increase her chances of being able to get pregnant in the future. (laughs) No pressure, Scott. No pressure. Finally, Scott uh, bucks up, apparently tells Tinsley, He wants to be with her and only her, but there's a condition. You have to quit the TV reality show, Mm -hmm. which was mid-season at the time, and move to Chicago to be with me. I mean, it sounds like the TV show was was a problem from the start. Well, this is where it's a little complicated, right? Because this is an example of Scott demanding everything be on his terms, but Tinsley... I have a job, doesn't see it as a problem. She issues no red flags about this at all and happily quits her job and moves to Chicago. The couple seem happy enough. And it is, do your celebration trumpet sound. Do, do, do. November 2019, Scott finally pops the question. Wow. That Tinsley has been waiting to hear. I did not see that coming. The elaborate proposal was documented and posted on social media. I'm shocked. It does appear that Tinsley is getting everything she wants. Unfortunately, like a lot of other couples, their initial wedding plans were derailed by COVID, but the couple seemed happy quarantining together. Tinsley will tell E! News. 
We were thinking about doing something in Japan and clearly in Asia when then all of a sudden completely off limits. You know, when you're planning anything and you have to think ahead and we're at a time in our lives right now that we just don't really know what's going on and where we can travel and what we can do. And so it's definitely difficult in this time to plan something and really nail it down. So we're just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with the world. But we have some really good ideas that we can sort of put in place once we really officially know where we're going to be able to travel again and be out. There's a lot of words. It's a lot of words. She'll go on talking about the fact that the couple definitely wants a small wedding. We definitely want to do destination in some way. You know, having it in New York or having it in Chicago, we would have to make it very big. And we really both want to have it smaller. So we think that doing destination, we'd be able to make it more intimate and smaller. So that's our plan. But you never know. We might have to go in like court or something here in Chicago to do it at home because we can't leave. So God knows. We'll see. Okay. Tinsley has more to say. Oh, does she? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when asked about her fan favorite, but overbearing mother, Dale, Mm -hmm. and how Dale has been involved in the wedding planning, Tinsley has some thoughts. Oh, I'm, I'm preparing myself for a cascade of words. Okay, go ahead. To be perfectly honest, I'm keeping her out of it. I just don't want this to be too overly complicated and stressful. I know that weddings can be that way. And, you know, obviously I was married before and I had a huge wedding and my mother was super involved and she was amazing at it. But, you know, I really this time just want to make it as streamlined and less complicated, less stressful and just not be overwhelmed by it because weddings can be very overwhelming. Hmm. She'll continue. I'm older, you know. It's like different. I mean, I still want to wear the big white dress. Like, that's not being taken away from me. I will wear a big, huge white dress, but it's not going to be her big southern wedding the way I had it before. So, yes, she's not involved. She's actually happier. She said, I don't even want to be involved now. She knows that she can be a little bit overbearing. So she's just happy I'm going to deal with it. All right. But all of the pre-planning. All of the thought, too good to be true, when in March 2021, Scott announces that the engagement has been broken. Whoa. Who could have seen? Who could have imagined? This is a little unusual because Scott always claims to want their relationship private and out of the media spotlight. So it's a little unusual that he's the one sort of busting this news. He will give a statement to People Magazine. Scott says, After 14 months of engagement, Tinsley and I have ended our relationship, and we have been living independently for the last few months. This was an incredibly difficult decision, but it is one that I believe is best for both of us. I will always care about Tinsley, and I sincerely wish her happiness and success in all that she does in the future. Does Tinsley have a statement to follow this up? Well... Tinsley is reported to be blindsided and devastated by the breakup that she didn't know was happening. Oh, my God. Real Housewife of New York co-star Leah McSweeney tells Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live, I'm happy that Tinsley is free and she dodged a bullet. Now, Tinsley, I'm not giving up. Girls got dreams of love. Sure. There's some comments (laughs) that she gave during an interview in December 2021 that Tinsley, ever faithful, has not given up on her dream on love. 
and is hopeful she will find it in the future. Okay, so she's not still hoping she'll find it with Scott, okay? Oh, no, this was like a year ago. Okay. Tinsley's moved on. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tinsley will say about her hopes and dreams for the future. Oh, I can't wait. What I thought I was getting, it didn't work out, so it is still very much up there. That is a more focused area than some sort of other career. I'm not saying I'm searching for a man or something, but I am saying I would like to have a husband and a family, so... (laughs) That's a big deal for me. Okay. So we'll see. Not looking for a man, but definitely a husband and family. Okay. <laughs> Still haven't found what I'm looking for. Bless her little heart, Ooh. Tinsley Mortimer. That's Thank you for that. I have, again, I've encountered these people in the New York tabloid set, but didn't really know who they were. I mean, it, I, like there was no, there's no context in a page six headline. So... Um, thank you. Now, not like the spider webs of our trashy platform. And now I know more than I ever, ever wanted. To and know. I have to give some thanks to Melissa O, mm-hmm. who pulled the uh, basic research on that. All sources can be found at trashydivorces.com, mm-hmm. just like every other episode. Yep. That was your Real Housewives ride for season 13, y'all. We'll maybe do another one next season. <laughs> All right. So, Alicia. Any biz before we jet out? Yeah, y'all don't forget new episodes of Done and Done, new Love Letters 2 coming up. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you coming in, taking a listen. We'll see you back on Sunday with two brand new divorce stories. Trashy style. And in the meantime, please keep your hands clean. Oh, keep those hearts trashy. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you on Sunday, friends. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again, everybody, for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all. <laughs>